Hello, and welcome to The Bride Tender. I'm your host, SD Gordon, and I'm here to tend to brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail, and let's talk all things weddings. Today, I'm here with Lizzie Polden, and Lizzie is a fashion stylist, wedding stylist, personal stylist, and she can even organize your closet for you. Um, today, she's here to let all of our brides and grooms know how to look and feel their best on their wedding day, from the shoes you wear, to the dress you choose, to the jewelry you pick out, to the outfits you pick for engagement shoot, rehearsal dinner, and even post-wedding brunch. There's so much to get ready for your special day, and Lizzie is here to make sure that it is put together to make you feel special and less stressed on your big day. So Lizzie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thanks, Esty. Thanks for having me. What a really nice intro. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on. Um, I love getting to talk about all things fashion. And now I get to talk about it with somebody who's like really, really in the fashion world. And I'm excited to get your feedback on what's trendy, what's in, what is out, what's classic, and kind of hear about your role in a couple's wedding day. Okay, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) So I got a chance to kind of talk to you a few weeks back and hear about your career. But can you tell everyone a little bit about how you got into the fashion industry? Sure. Um, It's been quite a journey, obviously, like anyone and on um, going through any industry. I was an accessory design major at FIT. And from there, kind of just realized I didn't want to be a designer. And I knew that from doing internships. So if anyone's listening and curious what they should be doing, internships are a great way to start and just to understand what it is you're looking for. So I highly encourage that. A lot as an intern, and then I was just able to build the bridges from that. So I was at a magazine. I was at Ralph Lauren designing handbags. I was at a showroom, just understanding all of what's happening, the backbones of fashion. And it really helped me understand, okay, what direction is it that I'm looking to go for and what makes me happy? And I kind of just moved from there. That's awesome. Um, Also, accessories are pretty much my favorite part of fashion. Yes, they really are. (laughs) It was a really great major. I learned so much to understand construction and how things are made. And I think all of that, even though I'm not a designer now, I'm a stylist, I'm able to apply all of that education to every day that I'm working on a photo shoot or if I'm working with a bride. Because I understand how things are made, I'm able to articulate to help someone get a tailoring that's proper or to just pin my model and make sure she looks perfect on a photo shoot, that sort of thing. And also going to FIT, I feel like being in New York City, just being in Manhattan in general, you really get the big vision of fashion. Would you agree on that? Absolutely. And I think that's a really great thing to point out about FIT is that all of the professors have to be, I think this is probably the same as it was, as it was, they have to be in the field. So my professor who was teaching me how to make a shoe, she was making all the shoes for Broadway. Like she brought us backstage and just like, here are all my shoes. And it's just incredible to see that 
the things that she was teaching us in the classroom were actually out there in the world. And that was really cool to just see the two combine. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. That's so cool. I wish yeah. I could go backstage on Broadway. <laughs> I know. It was really fun. So now fashion is one of the best forms of self-expression. And I kind of feel like brides, they typically have some ideas of what they want their dress or maybe their hair to look like on their wedding day. How do you help a bride kind of figure out what style she wants for her wedding? Oh, that's a really good question. So I think the best way for me to understand how to give a bride some feedback is just understand what she's doing in everyday life. And just study that, like look at her social media, see how she presents herself to the world. See, like ask her, like, what's your favorite dress that you wore to the last wedding you attended? What, what do you, what makes you happy? What kind of lifestyle do you lead? Like if you're a casual person and I put you in something that's really formal and over the top, you're not going to feel like yourself on your wedding day. And it's really important that my brides feel like themselves. I don't want them. I don't want the dress to wear them. I want them to feel like their best version, just a polished version of who they are and just embrace that. I think that's really important that everyone has a unique style, no matter if they're not into fashion or not, that doesn't matter. You can see that a person leans towards a certain way of living and a certain way of dressing. And it's really important that I don't push them super outside their comfort zone. Sometimes I'll push them a little bit and say, let's do a headpiece or let's try to do a veil or let's like, let's look at this sleeve or let's look at this accessory. But typically I'm just studying what it is that she is wearing on a typical day and then applying that and seeing what it'll look like. And then of course I'm looking at the venue. I'm looking at what season it is, what the weather's going to be like, her flowers, her invitations. It is a whole storyline and I'm just painting a picture and adding a little bit of that element to help it bring the whole thing to life. Exactly. And I think um, for a bride, it's important to want, to look, you know, like yourself on your wedding day. If you look totally different on your wedding day, it, it just wouldn't feel like as, I feel like as relaxing for you as what you want it to be that day. I totally agree. Like I want my bride to look back at her pictures and say, look how beautiful and happy and joyful I looked. I look I just look like I'm at peace and I look like the best version of myself and I enjoyed that day and it it just came all together in such a a peaceful way. Yeah, exactly. So now you've done a lot of fashion shoots and styled the models kind of from head to toe, as well as, you know, the locations in certain instances. What was one of your favorite shoots to style? And can you tell everyone kind of what's entailed in putting together a fashion shoot? Oh, yeah, sure. I have, um, I have a really great wedding editorial that I just, I'm not sure when I did it, but I did it a while back with event planner Fallon Carter. And the photographer was Vic. And we shot it at Celestine, which is in Brooklyn, it overlooks the New York skyline and the Manhattan Bridge and all that it is the most beautiful venue that is just you just it just you're just like, oh my gosh, there's New York City. Even though I've lived in New York for so long, it's just one of those places that you'd have to go to see. But 
you, you should all check out my Instagram to see the shoot. And it just came together so seamlessly. And I think um, for, for those who don't know, editorials can be a mixed bag. You can get really beautiful, creative images and it looks gorgeous and you're just blown away. And then sometimes it's just one element that falls off and you're like, oh, we picked the wrong dress or the hair didn't work <laughs> or the venue is not so quite right or something can go askew. And in this case, I just feel like that shoot came together so seamlessly and it's just a classic timeless vibe. And the the concept was that we were doing kind of like a small wedding, which is funny now because it would be perfect for a Corona bride and groom. Um, <laughs> so the concept obviously was made, I think it was actually a year ago, maybe two. Um, but it really is so beautiful. The floral d- decor was by Victoria on and I pulled the dresses from Spina Bride, which is one of my absolute favorite wedding boutiques in New York City. The owner Giselle, she's just she just has the best taste and all of her dresses are really one of a kind and gorgeous. I, I can't say anything better about that place. Um, and so they were so generous and they lent me their really beautiful slip dresses from a la robe, which is this incredible minimalist. They're all just really beautiful, simple dresses, but the way that they lie is just next level. I just love them. And we use veils from Daphne Newman, jewelry from Jennifer Burr. And it just, I, I don't, I can't say more things about it. Um, (laughs) And just like I said, like the, the elements came together and the team was just, we were just so happy to be together at the venue and it comes out in the pictures. Um, and if someone who hasn't been on a shoot wouldn't understand that, like there could be one person that you're like, Ooh, they're not really pulling their weight, you know, but we all kind of came together. We had the same vision and it turned out really beautiful. So I'm really proud of that shoot. It's one of my favorites. I'm definitely going to have to check. Love a good city skyline. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Nothing <beautiful>. better. <laughs> so now, as everyone is fully aware, we know that Kim Kardashian used to organize Paris Hilton's closet. Uh, <laughs> is, <so>. there, <laughs> is there anyone you've styled or organized for whose name we might recognize? If not, if you don't, if you can't say or can't mention, we understand (laughs) that too. Um, I probably shouldn't say, but I have been in some of the most amazing closets. And because I'm New York based, it's like the New York who's who. I'm, I think if I was an LA stylist, there would be way more gossipy details (laughs) to share. But the the women and men that I'm styling in the New York apartments are from like, what you can only dream of into like normal apartments and like so I've been in everyone every kind of closet and my typical client is just a really powerful strong person who really doesn't have the time to organize their closet or doesn't care but wants to present themselves in a beautiful streamlined minimalist way and it's important how we dress and how we get ready in the morning like that really sets a tone for your day and I think as a as a closet organizer, that really is a powerful, a powerful thing for me to give to someone where they're like, yeah, I got dressed, grab these clothes. Now I feel good. Now I'm confident. Let's go. Let's get the job done. And whatever that may be, like everyone has a unique gift that they need to share. And it's important to use those clothes to empower you and not wear you, if that makes sense. 
No, I completely agree. I also feel that if you look good, you feel good. Absolutely. Yes. Agree. (laughs) So now I'm sure you've worked with many designers as well as know a lot about certain designer dresses and how they fit and how they wear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are some designer wedding dresses that some of your brides have worn and which designers, um, you know, do you maybe like for wedding dresses that maybe are friendly to all body types? Okay. Um, Most of the brides that come to me, maybe it's just the market that I'm in. They're really looking for a timeless, classic, chic, beautiful dress that and they have all different body types. So I, I can tell you some designers and obviously each season changes and to what the trend is or what the shape is. Designers change from season to season, but some of my favorites and most of my brides are wearing these designers, whether it's Carolina Herrera, Vera Wang, Astrid de la Renta, Imbol Drawer, Inez de Santo. Oh, my favorite, Monique Lillier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, all the designs at Savina Bride, love, love, love. Liz Martinez is there. Olive Robe is there. And then there's other small designers in the market that I just absolutely love and love that they do custom work like Samantha Sleeper. I think she's an excellent small designer that is one to watch. Samantha Sleeper, you said, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to be looking that up later. Yeah, she's a Brooklyn lady and she's great. One of my brides wore one of her custom dresses and I still dream of that dress and it was two years ago. Um, (laughs) It's just really unique and everything's hand sewn here in Brooklyn and I just love her. She's just a great person who puts so much love into her dresses. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. I think it's just, it's so fun to be able to work with all these designers I know they're and they all like just love what they do, which is the most beautiful thing. The creative person is just always hustling and just pouring their little sweethearts into all of these things. And it just makes me so happy. (laughs) So now we all know that a wedding day is extremely busy for everyone involved in making that day a success for the couple. What is a typical wedding day like for you? Like, what is your role to the bride that day? So I typically work with brides that have a wedding planner. So I'm going to work with the wedding planner to understand the day of what is happening, the run of show. So if I can look at when she's going to get dressed, say she was going to get dressed at one o'clock, I would like to arrive two hours before. So I'd arrive at 11. And then my job when I first get there is to just look over her dress. Like I bring a massive suitcase of tricks, trades, like a steamer, (laughs) things that you probably wouldn't recognize, random things that I have in my tricks. Um, (laughs) And so then I'm there and just making sure her dress is perfect. So I check the dress, make sure her accessories are all laid out. I really like to use that time to make sure everything that's going to leave where she's getting dressed is ready to go to the venue. So that might be like her cell phone be charged. I mean, these are simple things, but it matters and no one else is going to think of those. Make sure her phone is ready if she wants her phone. Make sure her bag is packed. Make sure she has an extra pair of shoes ready. I just kind of put everything all together in one place. And it's a really helpful time for me to do that and and just check in with the bride, see how she's feeling. I'm kind of there as like, I always joke that I'm like her fairy godmother. I'm like, what do you need? Can I get you water? Let's just make sure that she's taken care of. And there's other people around her who are doing her hair and makeup and all that sort of stuff. But I'm just thinking of like the next 
step? Like what, what do we need to do to make sure that when she gets dressed, her shoes are ready, her bag is ready. And then we're going on to the next thing. Cause as you know, wedding day timing is everything. So we yeah. need to just move it along and keep her on schedule. Um, and then I also steam if she has bridesmaids, I'll help steam out their dresses and help them get dressed if that's appropriate. Um, I, every wedding day is a little bit different because some people like to do first looks and some people don't. Um, so just the timing kind of goes depending on when she's going to get dressed. So I'm there a little bit before help everyone get dressed, help everyone feel confident. I'm using so much double-sided tape. That is definitely a secret <laughs> trick of a fashion stylist. I have double-sided tape everywhere. I'm like, who needs it? I'm just covering people in tape. Um, I feel like the two areas that um, are of concern for bridesmaids and brides is the boobs and the feet. So I'm like, okay, let's tape in the girls and let's make sure your feet are not going to be hurting. So those are definitely my two areas. Um, and then I guess you want to talk about like what happens then after, after she gets dressed. Yeah. Are you there like throughout the evening or are you pretty much there until like she goes down the aisle? I try to organize it so that I'm there until she's bustled. So that is typically before a first dance. So, and obviously every wedding's a little bit different, but that's the typical thing. So I would be there with her. A lot of people do first looks now. I think it is a good use of time. So I'm there for first looks. Um, I'm there to help her get in the, get into the vehicle that's going to the venue, which is very typical that she would get dressed in one place and then move to the second place. Then I'm there to help with the veil if need be. Usually hair is there. All, a hair person is there as well. And then we'll do formal pictures. And then I'm like doing my fashion styling thing where I'm jumping in and making sure everybody looks good and making sure bow ties are the straight straightened and veils not over your face and mom feels confident. Some of these people have not had professional pictures. So just having me there as a, a, a word to be like, you look beautiful. You look good. No, your dress is falling right. Can I help you with your shoes? Just being that calming force while the photographer's shooting, I feel like is so beneficial. And I honestly have to say, like, before some of my best friends got married 10 years ago, I thought, why would you have a fashion stylist on your wedding? Like, it's very pretentious. But now, after being at their weddings, I've been like, oh, I actually helped save, like, so-and-so's pants were ripped up the seam, or your bridesmaid's dresses were too long, or whatever it may be. There's random things that are going to go a little bit askew, and you just want someone there to be like, I got this. I know how to fix this. Let's go on to the next thing. Don't like, I don't want the bride to have to think about any of those things. I think my last bride in the fall, she, oh, the mother of the bride, somebody stepped on her train and ripped the biggest hole up the back. Uh -huh. So I was like, okay, we have 30 minutes until you're going to walk down the aisle. Let's go into the bridal suite and I'll sew you right back up. It's fine. Like she was so upset and it was a really sheer like a very delicate dress. And she was like, is it, is it going to show? And I was like, no, I, I know how to fix it. It's fine. We got this. And she was just like, thank you so much. She was so grateful for that. That would have ruined her night. Like that wouldn't, she really wouldn't have felt as confident with a hole up the back of her dress. So anyway, those little things, like I'm just there to make everyone feel calm and happy and be their little fairy godmother, make sure people are drinking water and if the bride needs to go to the bathroom, I'm holding her dress. Like I'm doing random things that you wouldn't even think of until you're already getting married. And I think that that's a great thing that I share with 
future clients, like read my reviews. Like, I think you should talk to other brides that have had me there to understand exactly what's happening. Cause you can read a whole list of services that I offer, but they don't really, you can't really understand them because you've never had a wedding day typically. So, um, yeah, I think I'm just there to help and make it easy and make you just feel calm and let you celebrate. Like that's what really matters. Like I want you to be able to enjoy. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful moment for you to have a vow with your partner and just feel excited to be surrounded by your loved ones, whatever that may look like. And I'm there to just make it a little bit more peaceful, a little happier. And I love it. It's a true honor for me. I love styling brides. Yeah. And people don't realize until they get closer to their death, they really do need someone on there, you know, like a bridal stylist or like a wedding planner. You know, some people think that they'll, they'll go without it. And then they realize on the day of, oh, things would have ran so much smoother or been so much simpler or easier had somebody else been there to kind of execute those certain things that as the bride, you don't have the time to do. Absolutely. And nor should you have the headspace. Like yep. you, you yep. the caterer is going to talk to you. The, your great cousin from the, uh, that you haven't seen in 10 years is going to try to talk to you. Like you should definitely have a point person, even if you can't, if financially uh, an event planner for the whole thing, isn't you just, just hire someone the day of a point person who isn't your maid of honor, who isn't your best friend, who isn't your sister, like hire someone outside your family and circle of friends and just get someone to be there to just be that point person. And if you're not going to hire a dresser or a fashion stylist like myself, also get a point person who can hold your train if you're going to be taking pictures in the middle of the woods. Like you don't, you don't think of these things because guess what? <laughs> you never dragged a gown through the woods and then had to take a picture or through the, the sands and just be like, here we are on the beach. Now what happens? <laughs> so I, I'm always there to hold the dress and make sure it looks beautiful and make sure it's safe and that you feel confident to be like, guess what? I get to just enjoy my day. Like this is my day to just be with my partner, be with my friends and family and just enjoy it. And if somebody spills red wine on me, guess what? My stylist is going to figure it out. And I have, I definitely have, I have figured out some crazy things. I should write a book um, of things that I have solved on wedding days. (laughs) Oh, seriously. And maybe, maybe a blog post about how to get that red wine out. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. It is. That is a scary, scary thought of red wine on the white dress. Right. And so usually I'm just like, who has red wine back up, change to white. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, exactly. Stay away from my bride. Yeah. I'm kind of like her bodyguard. I feel like I have a a bunch of roles. I'm like a little bit fairy godmother, a little bit bodyguard, a little bit like mama bear. I just (laughs) am there to take care of her and make sure she's safe and happy. Hey, that that's all that we need. If the bride is happy, everybody else is happy. Right? Yes, that is so true. <laughs> so, on on a little bit of a of an unhappier note, just for a quick sec. Um, now we know that coronavirus has played a big part in today's times with postponing of wedding dates to different times of the year. Um, now, for example, if we had a summer bride who had picked a dress that is more appropriate for, you know, that season for summer and is now moving their date to either a fall or winter wedding, how can you or, or how, how 
would you think that we can make a summer wedding dress maybe wearable for the, for the colder season? I love this question. I have so many brides now, these poor brides. I feel terrible for all of them. Um, they, they have wedding days that are this fall, and then they have extra days. Like, they're just holding a bunch of dates. So they are definitely asking me this question and saying, what do I do? Like, I thought I was going to have a September wedding, and now I might have a May wedding, or I might have a July wedding. I don't know. Like, they're just they're having a bunch of save the dates. And I just keep saying accessories. Accessories are your best friend. Like we can layer and change the whole look of that dress and give you a cape or give you a shawl or give you a faux fur topper. Or we can do some fun denim jackets that I think for a more casual bride that would work. Um, I just think nothing is really off limits. Like we're, we're in unprecedented times. It's such a strange, weird world we're living in now. So whatever makes you happy. I'm like, let's do it. How can we make you happy? Do you need a different dress? Then let's go down that avenue. But if you love your dress and you're just like, no, let's just make this work. I'm just saying accessories. Let's do it. Let's change out the shoe. Maybe you need a closed toe shoe. If you feel like it's going to be a little bit colder, maybe you just need some sort of thing to go around your arms for in between cocktail hour and the reception like we're just thinking of it in that way like we'll just use the accessories we'll have them on standby and let's do it like we really don't have the answers now so I think just being ready for anything is kind of the direction that I'm going with and suggesting of my brides yeah I mean that's all that you can do we're hoping hoping that this will let up soon and you know hopefully some of our brides will be able to keep their original dates Of course, we've already had people who, you know, have moved dates once who might need to move again. But Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Um, It's just all in accessorizing and, you know, adding certain things where you see fit to just change Mm -hmm. the look a little bit. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And make sure that you're comfortable. You don't want a bride to be freezing cold. So. Um, or hot, like what it could go either way, right? So we're just kind of like giving a bunch of options. And I think accessories are only way to go unless you're going to spend more money and have a whole different look, which right, who, who wants to do that? That's like a whole other commitment. And some showrooms aren't available and aren't showing. I think most of the showrooms though that I'm working with, they are able to do one appointments if any bride is, is listening and concerned about that. They are able to sanitize and just do a single appointment just with one bride at a time or do virtual appointments. Tailors are still taking appointments. They're doing everything as safe as can be. I really find that all the wedding vendors that I am friends with or following, they're just trying to do anything to help and they're there for you. Like just reach out and speak to all of your vendors and see like, how can we make this work? And everyone is going to really be excited to figure it out and make the changes and help you. That's why you have a whole team behind you. You're not by yourself. Like, really lean on your vendors and just ask. And we're here for you. Yep. Now's the time, really, where you're going to connect with your vendors, I think, more more than even before. Absolutely. Absolutely. Completely agree. So with coronavirus so prevalent, in today's times, what advice do you have for any brides who have had to postpone or who might have to postpone and, and might be stressed out with the planning process within this time? 
it really breaks my heart. I get a text about this so often from some of my brides. Um, and I, I mean, I have a bride that's holding three wedding dates. It's that. Oh it's, my God. She's, she's just being, she's trying to be proactive, but I can't yeah. imagine her stress levels. Um, but I really think it's just important to get quiet and sit with your partner and remember what matters and just like be honest between the two of you, like, what is it that we want to do? And how do we want to present and make these commitments? Like, what does that look like? Are we okay to get married right now and then have the party later on? Or I have a bride that's like, no, I want to do everything all in one, like a regular wedding day. And then I have another bride who's like, no, I love that date. I really, it's me and my partner. We just love, like they're getting married in July. They're just really want a July wedding. They don't want to wait till next July. So they, they've decided to do an intimate just between the two of them and just have a very small wedding now vows now and then have the reception later on like when we're allowed to and safely do so you can either go any you can go whatever which way you want but I think it's important to just be honest with what it is that will make the two of you happy and just lean into that go towards that and do as what you want don't don't have to please anyone else just please the two of the two of you so that I think is really beautiful and special yeah. And I, I think that everybody's going to have a different feeling as the bride and groom about what they want to do, but there's no wrong answer right now. Exactly. That is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. There's just no wrong answer. Do as you see fit and what makes sense for you. Some people are like, no, we have to get married now. We're not sure. Like they're, they're thinking of their health. Like I want to be this person's wife or I want to be this person's husband and that's important to me I don't want to wait another year I don't want to wait any longer like this is happening and then there's other brides are like no I'm okay to wait and that feels good to me and that's what we're gonna do and they're leaning into that and there's no wrong way exactly what you've said so but the one thing that I will say is that if you're gonna do the live stream route which I've said this to many of my brides you need to hire you need a planner you need to make sure that you have IT tech. Like there's, <laughs> yeah. there's definitely, there's definitely vendors you can't cut out. Um, obviously you don't have to hire all the, all of the vendors, but I think it's important that there is a minimum requirement, like have the florist do something that makes you happy. Even if it's just for you and your person, like make sure you get pictures. The photographer can stand really far away. Cameras are amazing. The, the photographer doesn't need any being anywhere near you. Um, and I think the day of planner is really a good point person, even if you're orchestrating like what time the cake is arriving or what time the whatever is coming. Like just it's it's nice to have a point person, even if that looks very different than what you thought you were going to have. Yeah. And you need somebody who's going to operate that Zoom call. Yes. Because you don't, you don't want that to crash. I think that the IT tech is like the most important <laughs> element. It's crazy. I, we never thought we'd be saying this, but in, in the year 2020, the most, one of the most important people for your wedding day is that IT person. Right? Who would have thought? Never. I would have never thought I would say that sentence. I was like, what? But here we are. We have all had Zoom calls crashed or lost FaceTime. So you don't want that happening on your Zoom wedding Exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent. So I, I really feel you have such a cool job and you're able to, you know, make brides and grooms feel special on their wedding day by looking and feeling their ultimate best. Now, what advice do you have? maybe for people who are trying to break into the fashion industry and might want to work 
in the wedding fashion sector? Oh, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> I would say internships. Internships is what I tell everyone, no matter what your age, internships are great. I think you need to assist before you can go out and be the leader. Yep. And I learned so much as an intern. And then I went on from internships to be an assistant stylist. And I was an assistant stylist for about three years. And then I had some clients that were like, we think you could do this. Let's see if you got what it takes. Um, it kind of threw me in there. And then I was the lead stylist. And I've I've been in as a fashion stylist for 15 years. So I have been on every kind of shoot. I have styled every kind of person, every kind of body. Um, and it's, it's a lot of work. Like it looks glamorous and that makes sense on Instagram where you're presenting the final image and showing the world, like, this is what I made, but there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot going on in the back end. And I think if you were my intern, you would understand that it's not, it's not all glamour. Like there's a lot of schlepping, carrying, calling, emailing, just a whole lot goes into every photo shoot and every wedding, as you know. Um, but I love my job and, and I'm really proud of the intentions that I've set. And, it, and I love that I have di different hats. So as my intern, you would definitely see like when I'm a personal stylist, this is what happens when I'm working on someone's closet. Like it's very different than when I'm working on a photo shoot or when I'm working on a wedding day. They're all very different avenues. But at the end of the day, like they all have very similar things in knowing that I, I want my clients and my brides to feel beautiful and just walk away feeling like I feel graceful and this is just making me so happy to have her here and be a part of my day. Yeah. So I think, I think that the, like the most important thing for anyone who would want to get into the fashion industry would be to just look at all the different avenues. Like what is that makes you happy for me? I knew when I first started in fashion, when I was at FIT, I didn't want to be a designer, but I didn't know exactly what a stylist meant. So I had professors that recommended that I become a fashion editor. So I started at magazines, actually. And um, once I was at the magazines, I was like, oh, okay, now what's the next stepping stone? Like, I want to be where they're taking the pictures for the magazines. So then I kind of, everything was just a stepping stone. Um, they're all very much connected, but they're all a little bit different. And if you wanted to get into the fashion world, in the wedding fashion world, rather, um, that's a whole different thing because I've only been in the wedding fashion world for five years. Um, I started styling my friends maybe 10 years ago. And then in the last five years, I've done it professionally. And I absolutely fell in love with it and just want to build that. I really want to build that brand. And I, I'm, I'm very grateful to have this conversation and hopefully get some more beautiful brides in my future. Um, yes. But again, I think it would be to assist someone like me and see like what that looks like. I have assistants that come with me on my wedding days, especially if I have a lot of bridesmaids. I've had like, the most bridesmaid I had was 15. So I had to have, Oh my God. I know. So I had to have two assistants on that day. That was a whole lot of girl energy. So we needed all hands on deck, but um, typically I'm on my own, but some, sometimes I have an assistant and there's budget for that. Um, yeah. I, I don't actually know a better advice than say intern and assist and just build. If you, if you want to do something, no matter what it is, no matter what, industry that is if it seems unattainable and you're just like no I just feel called to do that like I'm gonna do that even if it doesn't make any sense just take it day by day every single day be committed to that thing like I was told by my guidance counselors I was told by my art teachers I was even discouraged by my own parents like they were like please don't go to art school and my art teacher was like you're actually not really that good like you're 
we don't think you have a career. We don't think you're even going to get into FIT. So I was discouraged by all these adults who were around me. And yet I was like, nope, uh, that's the path I'm going. I don't know what that looks like. And I don't know what the outcome's going to be, but I'm moving t- towards that. And I think even every day, even 15 years later, every day I'm hustling and I'm thinking like, okay, how do I, what do I want? Like, what is it that I want to do in the next area? How do I hustle and how do I get there? And how do I make some noise and say, Hey guys, I'm here. I'm available. This is what I can do. This is what I'm available to offer. And I'm good at it. Like I, I want to offer something that is my creative talent to others. Like, I think that that's important to be here to encourage others to just share what you have. Like if you have a gift, like I can organize a closet with my eyes closed. So having that gift, I'm like, let me share that. Someone can use that and that will like make them be able to do their job and live their life better. So whatever that looks like, just get quiet, get, get interested and then say, okay, now let's take the steps and just take those steps every single day and be committed to it. Yep. And I honestly, it's a good thing that you stuck with what you wanted to do because you know what? best people in their fields are truly the ones that are most passionate about it. Agree. <laughs> well, it's a beautiful thing, right? It, it really is. I know. I'm listen, I'm in the same boat, same, same thing like you. I mean, on the event planning and, you know, management sales side, but I, I went to college in the city and I was a communications major knowing I wanted to be an event planner the whole way through. And, I had a lot of people tell me, you know what, you should be going for PR, you should concentrate in PR. And I'm like, I know how to do PR with my eyes closed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's something I love to do. But it will never take the place that planning events does. And yeah, that is so I'm so proud of you. Like I had the same kind of the same story where I worked with children since very young I babysat when I was 11 I was just like an old soul so I was working with children and whatever that looked like nannying babysitting camp counselor I did all of it um and so then everyone just assumed all the adults around me were just like you'll be a teacher and I was like I already did that (laughs) like that just came so natural to me on all when all of my classmates were going to college upstate or going to Connecticut I was like yeah I'm gonna go to New York City like that is calling me and now you look back and you're like yeah, I'm really glad I listened to myself because mm-hmm. I have so many people that said, mm, you really shouldn't do that. You should, like, I remember my parents saying, like, are you going to get a real job? Like, when are you going to get a real job? Like, what, what is going on? And I still don't have a real job, quote unquote. <laughs> but I love my job. I love being freelance. I love wearing all these different hats and every day is a little different and it really works for me. And I'm, I'm grateful for where I'm at. And I just think that if any of your listeners are like, should I especially here we are in 2020. Like if they're considering to go in a different direction, like something's calling to you, go for it. Like you definitely should go for it. And just obviously don't, don't quit where you're at and just jump into it full on, like take baby steps to get where you are and then just move forward. It's really, it's really beneficial for you to listen to yourself and just know what it is that's calling for you. Yeah. It's always worth giving something a shot. You'll never Agree. know if you never try. Agree. Absolutely <laughs> agree. Well, Lizzie, um, it's been so fun having you on the podcast today. Thank you. I'm so glad you were able to come on. Um, I really love hearing about, you know, your journey in the industry, um, you know, about 
fashion for you and weddings. And I love that you're able to merge both of those worlds and make a bride really feel her best on what's the best day in her life. Um, I'm glad that I was able to kind of get your advice and your expertise to our current brides-to-be. And I'm really looking forward to seeing some new fashion on your Instagram. So I wanted you to let everyone know where they can see some of your work, your website, your Instagram handle, um, wherever you think is best that people should follow. Yeah, follow me on Instagram at Lizzie Polden. And it kind of links to everything you can like see what's going on I try to include a little bit of everything like a little bit of my fashion world a little bit of my uh, wedding world and a little bit of my closets um obviously I'm not posting as much of my business fashion world because we didn't mention this but most of my everyday work I'm doing like mainstream advertisement and commercials e-commerce so if you were to go on an e-commerce site like Saks Fifth Avenue or something like that like those those are the things I'm doing on the day-to-day on a on a set so it's a little bit harder to share that because it's not really my actual art, but all the other beautiful images, like I talked about earlier in the podcast was that beautiful image that's at Celestine is presented there. And I hope I get to style some more, like as soon as Corona's out of our lives, like I can do more creative things and share those. I know fun. Corona <laughs> really needs to be out of our lives. For she real. needs to go. She needs to go. <laughs> and you've given some inspiration to, uh, you know, maybe look through my closet and see what I can possibly get rid of and keep. (laughs) I love that. I know. I love the idea of just helping people to just have an easier streamlined life and just keep it simple and just have things around you that you love. Like we, especially during these times, just surround yourself with people and things that you absolutely love. Get rid of the rest, edit the rest, donate (laughs) it, let it move on. What is that like Marie Kondo line? Yes, like if it doesn't make favorite. you happy, get rid of it yes. or something. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just like thank it for its service. Don't feel any guilt. Just let it go. Let it go into a new home and wish it well. And bring only things into your life that are going to really embrace what your lifestyle is like and make you happy and make the current body you have feel good and all those things. Exactly. Well, Lizzie, thank you much for coming on um it's been a pleasure having you on we'll have to have you on again soon and yes coronavirus will escape from our lives sooner rather than later um, yes <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into the bride tender you can check us out on spotify and apple podcasts for your wedding fix each monday Make sure to share with your friend, your fellow bride or groom, your mom, your dad, your cousin, your sister, your brother, your friend, and pretty much anyone as it's the wedding podcast you never knew you needed. You can check me out and all my Instagram stories at the Candy Guru. You can make sure to follow my candy table displays at Eventpire, my event blog showcasing the top event trends on Long Island at the Long Island Eventista, and of course, Make sure to follow The Bride Tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your future wedding, and hiring the best in the business for your special day. Don't forget to give a follow to Lizzie Polden at Lizzie Polden and get some inspiration from our favorite fashionista as well as some inspiration for your special day. Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail 
slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.